Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews. The mind can play a tremendous influence on your performance, whether it be golf or you name it. I don't care what it is. If you go in with the proper background, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you go in with the proper background and the proper mental state, the odds are you're going to come out successfully. Taking you beyond the ropes. I refuse to give up on life, even though it's been it's been bumpy. You get back up and do it. I know you can. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to your friends to be the best person you can be. Unforgettable stories. Say Elaine for us. Yes. <laughs> Elaine, you're out on your patoot. Go spend a week in the Yakavongo Delta. <laughs> a bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Hey everybody, welcome to the program. Pleasure to have your company on this Monday. Hope you guys are doing well. What a week it was. What a President's Cup it was. All right, so we're going to have for you everything that you want today, including hearing from Tiger Woods. You're going to hear from the international team in their presser, which includes Ernie Els, but we thought that we would start today with the United States press conference. This is the full team, the full presser. Here it is for you as they address the media after their victory. Well, the whole team played extremely well today on a very difficult golf course against uh, a very formidable international team. They were up uh, 8-10, and uh, the guys went in and got it done. Um, we were up early in a lot of matches, and it came down to the very end. Uh, we knew that was going to happen. We had uh, some really strong guys at the end. Uh, I strong guys from 1 through 12. So uh, we were excited about going into this session. I know we lost the, the two team sessions, uh, sorry, the four team sessions, but uh, we were excited about our chances going to singles, and uh, we did it as a team. Okay, great. We will open up to questions. If you'll raise your hand, I'll get a mic. We're going to start with Steve, middle left. Steve? For any of the players, and hopefully at least two of you, um, how inspired were you to win the Cup because your captain was Tiger Woods? I mean, I, I think that's, that's an interesting question. Um, obviously, we were all fired up. Thank you, Gary. This is hazing right now. I'm getting shorter by the second. Um, yeah, it was, it was, for me personally, a, a dream to play on this team since I, was, since I was a kid. I think I'm speaking for more than just myself. Um, at no point uh, did we feel, we, we were obviously down, but not in spirit, T-Dub, you know, we had our meetings every night. Um, he, just, he just pulled us through, and he just told us to keep our heads down and keep fighting. It was pretty awesome to, to, to play for the greatest player ever, to have a chance to, to, to make a team captained by the greatest player ever. That is also a player on the team. I, I can't tell you how unique, how cool of a thing that is, to, to, to not only play for him, but alongside of him. Uh, and, and so for us, you know, to, to, to be in a hole, to, to, to come back and win this thing was such a thrill. Um, one, to, to win it for, as a team, but to do it as, with Tiger Woods as our captain was just a, a, a huge thrill. Okay, over here on the left front row, we're going to start with Karen, then Dave, and then over back to the right. Karen? Question for Tiger. If you can go 3-0 and in this, does this suggest that moving forward you should stick to playing you're not quite ready to be a captain um, only? Or well, even I, a playing captain? <laughs> well, I think that um, my responsibility as, <clears throat> as a captain was to put together the, the team and, and to... Um, put together, bring the guys together as a team, and we did that. Now my responsibility as a player is whenever the captain said to go out and play, go earn a point. And uh, this week, as, as the captain and a player, it was a, a juggling act, but uh, the guys understood that. We knew that. We communicated that going in. There were a lot of different plans that, that could happen, and uh, I trusted all of them uh, from... All the 11 players with Strix and Cups and Zach um, as our vices, uh, it was trust in each other, and that's what ultimately won us the Cup. Dave? Yeah, uh, for Matt, uh, 
you end up getting the winning point or half point or whatever you want to call it. But you were three down very early. Can you talk about the match, your feelings as, as the match went on, or of course the feeling of uh, making that five-footer that was the uh, decider? It's interesting. This, this morning I had a, a hard time getting going, and not just uh, on the golf course, but, but before. I was just exhausted from yesterday, going you know, a full 36, um, 18, full 18 for a half point in the morning, full 18 for a half point in the afternoon, and, and just uh, the, the energy that that took trying to get, get things going this morning was, was a bit of a challenge. And you get out here and, you know, the buzz and the energy gets, gets you going, and, and I just I, I got off to somewhat of a, a slow start. But, uh, you know, I know Tiger thought about the, the picks, and it was an honor for, for Rick and I to be bringing up the rear to, to go, hey, trust you guys to, you know, finish this out if it needs, needs to be finished out. And I, I dug myself a hole early, three down early, and I've, I've played enough match play, played enough golf that if, if you keep plugging along, I, I knew some good things was happening, we're playing good enough. And to have a chance there on 17, knowing exactly what that scenario was, uh, if I make that birdie there, that gives me a one-up lead and, and that for sure clinching half point. Uh, and, and to make that putt, to have everybody there on 17, I don't know that I can explain the emotions, but I just I, I was leaping out of my skin with, with, with joy. Uh, to, to do that was was a, uh, such a thrill and something I'm, I'm hugely proud of. We're going to go to Daniel over on the right. Daniel? Yeah, for Tiger. Yeah. You've, you've done your, your fair share of winning over the years. I'm wondering how the emotions from this are different, um, being the captain and the leader of this group. Well, it's, it's the same feeling. Uh, only difference, uh, it is the same feeling. We won. And we did it together. I've been a part of, of teams before where uh, we have won. Um, also, I've been a part of, unfortunately, this President's Cup when we lost 21 years ago. And so to you know, come here and to do it in this fashion, to do it with this team in particular, um, it was an honor for me as a, as a player and it's even more of an honor to be their captain. Over here on the left. Tiger over here. Question specifically about Royal Melbourne. I'd like to hear from any of the players who've got some thoughts about the course. You've been coming here for more than 20 years, as mm -hmm. you said. How has the way you guys play the course changed over that time? And are there lessons for golf to learn or things we need to think about given the relationship between equipment yeah, I've, I've and always, courses? Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed playing here. Um, this has been over 20 years that I've, I've been coming to Royal Melbourne and be able to play it. Um, I've played a different composite setup, but... Uh, I just have enjoyed the way that it's been played. You know, this is uh, the ultimate in, in golf. I mean, it is like an open championship with Augusta Greens. I mean, it's difficult. And uh, this way golf should be played. On the ground if you want, up in the air if you need to. And uh, it's tricky. It doesn't have to have, as I said earlier this week, you don't have to have 240-yard par threes for it to be very difficult. And that third hole and a fifth hole in particular is all you want in, in two golf holes. And... Um, I've, on five, I've hit between uh, a full wedge and a full six iron. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to be able to play. Let's go into the middle. Shane in the middle. Hi, this is a question for Steve. Um, as assistant captain this week, is there anything you saw in terms of pairings or organization or anything like that that you feel you can take forward uh, and learn from for Whistling Straits? Um, yeah, you know, you're learning all the time uh, when you're around these guys. And, uh, you know, some of the pairings we had this year, you know, I took a lot of notes, uh, talked to a lot of the guys. Um, but, yeah, every time you're a part of the team, uh, and a part of a great team like we had here and an unbelievable captain, um, you know, you, you learn. And uh, hopefully I can use some of it next year. Okay, over here on the left, on the left. Tiger, um, just interested in your thoughts after the draw when you walked out of here last night because it seemed that Ernie placed a lot of faith in a lot of his veteran guys later in the day and at least on paper it looked like you guys could get a, a really quick start to the singles today and I suppose the second part to that question is what did Tony's comeback mean and, and how did it energise the other guys on the course today? Well I had a faith in all the 11 other players. Uh, we love the lineup. we love how we set it up going in, into the singles. 
Um, we felt like we were all playing well at the, at the same time. And unfortunately, some of the matches in the team format end up flipping on us because of a couple key putts here and there. Um, but that's the way it goes. And um, we all knew that uh, we were all playing well on this golf course in, in particular. With this lineup, uh, we felt like we were going to get it done, and we did it. Okay, let's go over to Evan on the right. Evan on the right. Tiger, how would you assess your own performance as a leader, and what did you learn from the experience? Well, as, as the captain, I, I could not, as I turned in the early in the week, I could not have done this um, without Strix and Cups and, and Zach. Um, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have accepted the captaincy if, um, if these guys wouldn't have been a part of this. And we have all go way back together, and uh, I have the ultimate in trust and, and faith, and I'm Love those three guys. Um, we we conversed a lot about what this experience was going to be, and hopefully we could create an atmosphere where all the eleven other players on the team uh, would have just an amazing experience. And uh, ultimately, we would like to have ended up where we did, winning the cup, and here it is. Um, but we we did it, and we did it together, and. Uh, it's just so exciting for me to be a part of, of this. I've been uh, a part of three, um, as a player, three captaincies under, under Cups and um, a vice captain under, under Strix. And Zach will be our future leader very soon. So um, just to be a part of this with them, with all the 11 other players, um, is truly an experience that I will cherish forever. We're going to go to the middle, back, middle. Tiger, just at the back here in the middle. Um, did you, you spoken so glowingly about Royal Melbourne over the week. Did you um, ever think that this is potentially the last time you're going to play here competitively? I know you probably say never say never, but um, was, did that cross your mind at all at the moment when you, know, when you leave yeah, the course? Not, not once, not until you just asked it. And just, just quickly, if, uh, if, I know you led the way on the course. Are you going to lead the way off the course in the celebrations over the next uh, 24 hours? Uh, well, as soon as we get the hell out of here, yes. <laughs> We're going to go front right to Doug. Tiger, I had a, had a couple right behind the trophy there. Um, firstly, you talk about seeing red on the board. I just wanted to ask you the difference of a lot of red on the board or seeing what Tony did in his match. And, and secondly... It's been a long time, I realize, since you've been on property for a cup, that, a winning team that wasn't decided until like the last hour. The, the emotions you, you showed when it was over, uh, would you have been that way, do you think, um, as just a player instead of the captain or a playing captain? Yeah, I've, I've shown him. I've cried on pretty much every cup we've won. Um, it's been, we've been doing this, well, I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, anytime you have moments where you're able to do something that is bigger than us as an individual, um, it's so much more meaningful and so much more special. And um, just to have, as I was saying earlier out there to, to the guys, that, or some of them, that I looked up on the board only twice today. Um, I had my responsibility as going out there getting my point. I happened to cheat and look up on the board, and I saw Tony was three down. So I'm not looking again. And this happened to be in my, my vision, uh, I think on 15 green, and I think Tony got to all square. Um, okay, I'm not looking again. I got my work to do. And then after I made the putt on, on 16, it was like, what the hell is going on out here? And what are the matches? Uh, how are the matches going? How the guys are playing? You know, what hole are they on? I had my responsibility of, of locking down my point, and I was focused on that. Bob, Bob Herrig in the middle. Tiger, um, as far as your own game, you've been on a pretty nice little roll here lately, the, the three events that you've played. Um, where would you put your game right now? And does it, does it compare to how well you played at the Masters? Is it better? Not, not quite as good? Can you, can you say how, where, how it uh, stacks up? <laughs> I, I, hit it, I hit it well this week. It was good. And um, I was responsible for three points. Uh, JT and I went and got two and uh, happened to play well and, and got Abe today and um, <clears throat> Abe wanted it and he got it. 
We'll go Rex and then Adam, Rex on the left. Matt, you've played on a lot of teams for a lot of captains. Was Tiger unique, and if so, how? It was really cool being a part of this team, having Tiger as captain in that you get Tiger to speak up a little more. I think a lot of our teams, as a player, you, you let the captain captain and the players play. And to get, to get Tiger to, to speak up, I mean, we had a room full of some of the greatest golfers in the world. And, and, and when, when he speaks, we all listen. Um, it was, it was an, an awesome to be a part of. I think all of us, you know, look back and, you know, have these pictures hanging on our walls. And, and you know, say we, we played for and alongside of Tiger Woods, the, the greatest player ever. It was, it was awesome. And to have him, you know, take that role, take that mantle as captain uh, was, was, was great fun to be part of. We're going to go to the middle left here. Tiger, uh, here. Uh, in your early interview with Steve Sands, you appeared to show a lot of emotion, raw emotion. How deep does this go from a personal achievement point of view? And as Doug was asking, I mean, I've, I've been a part of teams before, and, but this is, each individual team is unique and it's different. Um, it has its own... Um, organic feel to it and these guys we've all bonded together we did this together we were coming down I mean I think JT sent it out there what was it 26 hours whatever, 26 hours and change 26 hours and change coming down here it was a commitment to do this uh, we came out here and um, trying to get over the jet lag trying to figure this out for this golf course out trying to get a feel for uh, the, the pairings how we're going to do this and we did it together and all of a sudden Cooch makes that putt, and it's, it's finally over. We did it. Go into the middle right here, Adam. Tiger, I got a question for you, but first, can you clarify, were you aware that Abe Answer had kind of made some comments that he wanted to yes. play you? <laughs> okay, it's clear now. Thank you. Next. Uh, can you describe your level of interest in being captain again in 2021 and, and then also potentially 2022 for the Ryder Cup? Um, we are going to have those conversations in the future, but not right now. We're going to enjoy this one moment. Question over here on the left. Uh, question for Patrick Reed. Patrick, it's been an emotional sort of week for you. Um, I'm just wondering how proud you are of the way you played today and what sort of memories you'll take home of Australia or Melbourne and the, and the galleries? You know, I mean, first off, uh, today was a new day. I knew coming out today that I had to go out and play golf, especially going out early. I had to go out and get red on that board, try to earn my point and keep the momentum on our side and, and get the guys going. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I, I was pleased, obviously, with how I played today. And, I mean, the golf course in Melbourne has been amazing. The golf course is unbelievable. It's a, it's a true test. If you hit the ball well, you're going to get rewarded by it. But if you miss hit a shot here or there, you're going to really get penalized. Over here on the front row. Tiger, just on that same topic, I'm just wondering if you can talk about Patrick's ability to respond in such incredible fashion today. Had you spoken to him before he went out there for the singles today? Yes, absolutely. We, we talked about it, and um, Patrick was responsible for his point. Just uh, go out there and focus on what you need to do to get your point, just like the, the uh, 11 other players. We had our responsibility to get our point, and it was going to be... We're, we're going to be all over the golf course you know, that I think I was what, through 11 or 12 holes when guys were teeing off. And so it, it was going to be spread out. Um, Strix had the captaincy, and uh, it was one of the, one of the great moments, uh, I think, ever is when uh, Strix was on 14 and the last group just went through. He says, um, I'm, I don't want to be captain anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> um, that was... That was one of, the, one of the great moments, and to hear that in my earpiece, it was, uh, it was definitely a moment I'll never forget. Okay, we're going to start wrapping up, but we're going to go to Todd here on the left. Todd. Justin, uh, you, you may be the most qualified to answer this. This is a difficult question since you were his teammate on the golf course, but who had the better week, Tiger Woods the player or Tiger Woods the captain? Wow, that sounds like a question that's trying to get me in trouble somehow. Um, <laughs> No, I promise, no. I mean, 
he is playing. I've obviously played a lot of golf with him. He's playing unbelievably. I mean, a, a course like this is something that it benefit. I mean, most golf courses do benefit him, but as much control as he has of his golf ball and, and how high he can hit it in different shots, um, I think he would have been tough to beat. I'm, I know I'm glad he was my partner in the first two days because I probably would have lost both my matches. So thanks, Cap, for that. Um, but I, I said it. I forget who I said it to earlier, but in terms of a captain, he... He did great because, actually I was talking to Zach about it, because someone who's done as much as he has and, and had as much experiences as he had in the, all these team events, he very easily, I felt, could have tried to take over the team rooms or, or try to give all, all this advice and try to do so much when he was like, look, including himself, we have 12 of the best players in the world. No offense, but he just needed to get out of the way, and that's what he did. Um, once the, the captains made the teams, um, they, he was just like, go play hard, boys. Even when we got down, he's like, look, we're, they're making more putts than we are. We're going to be fine. Never panicked. And um, so I know I just rambled and didn't answer your question, but uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> front right, front right. Uh, Gary Woodland, can I ask you a question? Uh, just right here. You've won a major championship, but you've also now played on your first teams. And I mean, how aspirational for a player that's won a major championship is being part of a team's event. And I don't just mean the Ryder Cup, I mean the President's Cup as well, for a guy like you. Yeah, it was, was, uh, this has been a goal of mine for a long time. Uh, I grew up playing team sports and I, you know, being an an individual sport, I just haven't had that. And I've been close for a lot of teams, but finally making this team, it's it's been an amazing month um, since I got the call from from Captain. Um, We've all been invested. He's unbelievably invested. But uh, this week was amazing. You know, I, it was stressful today. I, I played great today and got steamrolled. Um, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to lose the only, you know, my first team event. So <sighs> it was nice that the guys stuck together and played great golf and pulled it out. But um, for me, this was this was amazing. Obviously, you know, I'm used to watching these guys and rooting against Justin Thomas and hoping he misses every putt. And this week, I'm out there watching golf yesterday and I'm hoping he makes every putt. So it was a different experience for me. <laughs> That's what I get. But it was, it was the first time I've ever really watched golf yesterday, and that was, that was an experience. And even coming down the stretch today, the last couple of holes was, was as stressful and exciting. You know, the emotion, the roller coasters, those guys digging it out, Cooch making that putt, you know, watching Xander grind it out, Cantlay grind it out. It was, it was awesome. And, uh, you know, that's what, that's what we came here to do, and I look forward to being on many, many more. We're going to do Will, two questions on the right, and then Karen to wrap up. Will, starting with you on the left, Will. This one's for Patrick. Uh, when you look back on the week, is there anything that you would have done differently? What was the last when you look back on the week, is there anything that you personally would have done differently? Yeah, Weber and I would have won our first three points. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we, played, we played solid golf first two days, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, they played a little better. And... You know, I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, the thing we would have done differently is obviously gone out and, and, and won our points early to, uh, to help the team out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to be able to come in today and, uh, you know, for the team to, you know, to rely on everyone going out and playing well and for Weber and I to go out and to win our points today meant a lot to us because I, I, uh, I knew we were playing well. It's just we weren't quite getting it done. And uh, to be able to close them both out today was great. Got two questions on the end right here. Fred, pardon me. Fred, can I ask you a question? Firstly, I want to make sure you're awake there. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, there's there's points and there's points, you know, from being captain from a long way back. How important was Xander's point today against the guy who could have fired up the internationals? Great question. So we knew Tiger would go out and do his deal. And a lot of times when we're in a room on Saturday night, um, you know, everyone wants to win their point. Pretty much you're not going to go 12-0. and 0. So you look around and you try and figure out how we were going to do this. And uh, we threw Patrick Reed out there, and he was six up. And I think anyone looking at that kind of got very excited. I know Dustin Johnson got four up. Um, Xander then going uh, to play Australia's one of their top players in the last 20 years, Adam Scott. 
But we have a lot of faith in our guys, and we put Xander and Patrick as a team the whole week because it just solidified other things we could do. And uh, they played near each other today. They both won. But Xander, um, to beat Adam Scott on really a course that he plays very well was, was really a huge point. And our final two questions, we'll start with Karen on the left. Karen. This is a question for any of the players who want to uh, answer it. Was it, when you were trying to dig yourself out of the hole, did you ever have an explicit conversation about, look at what your captain has dug himself out of the last couple years from thinking his career was over to what he's done? Or could you just take some kind of internal inspiration or motivation from just looking at him and seeing what he's doing this week and this year? I'll chime in on, I'll chime in on this. I was four down today, and I, and I thought to myself, I didn't have a lot of my best stuff, and I thought Hideki played a great, great round of golf. I was four down with eight to go, and I basically uh, told myself, you know, if... I can't give up on my teammates, on my guys, on uh, my captain. Tiger, you know, the story of his resilience coming back from what he has with injuries and, and everything that he's been through. Um, I think, you know, each of us, we just believe in each other because, you know, we know we could do what we did today. And we really believe that we can win the cup. You know, we, we were kind of against the odds. But, um, you know, I couldn't give up, give up on my teammates and my captains. And, and I know that's everybody, you know, everybody on this team felt the same way. But we're very inspired to play for Tiger, with Tiger, and um, it's so satisfying to, to win this cup because of that. I think we all believe in each other and, and we're able to get the job done for our captain uh, and, and our playing captain. Our final question, Stephanie on the right. This is for um, Steve and Fred. Tiger was overcome with the motion once um, Cooch got that final point. How did it feel for you guys to sit there and watch him and, and see the, the comeback complete? Well, we're, we're basically both crybabies, so we really enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's hard for me. I just love team events. And so when Tiger asked me to be captain, uh, it was, like all the players, an honor. But uh, it's pretty edgy, you know. And he kept saying to me, how do you do this? How did you do this? And I said, you just got to keep watching. And the points are going to come. And you just got to believe in everyone. And uh, the hug he gave everybody is, is so heartfelt. He's a good man, and it's fun to be on his team. It really is. Me too? Yeah, I, I love seeing other people cry. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Tiger Woods. <laughs> uh, no, Freddie said it the best. Um, you know, it, it means a lot. It means a lot for all of us to be here and to be a part of this. It really does. And uh, I'd love to take all 12 of them, all 15 of them, how many, however many we had, you're right into next year. So uh, it's a good start. Um, and uh, everybody's smiling. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a great week. We enjoyed it. We love being with each other. Tiger did an unbelievable job, and it's, it was a privilege. And we'll, we'll all keep this... Uh, uh, on the forefront of our minds forever. My new book is called The Golf Round. I'll never forget 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. Look, we're going into the holiday season. I hope this is the perfect gift for the person in your life that loves the history of the game. History like this, the 1978 Masters. Well, first of all, I'm seven shots behind Tom Watson. And my son says to me, he says, Dad, you're playing so well. If you putt well today, you can shoot 65 and win. But it's not easy to shoot 65 at Augusta. Anyway, I'm out in 34 with a bogey. And I come back in 30. I actually touched the hole three times. But thank goodness I didn't because I would have never been invited back to Augusta. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. FootJoy, the number one outbrand in golf, ensures that you can make every day playable with performance gear to handle any weather condition. All FootJoy products are designed to provide the best golfing experience regardless of the conditions. Every piece of FootJoy gear goes through years of testing and validation to ensure the ultimate in golf performance. Trust the brand that has been number one forever. Learn how you can make every day playable at FootJoy.com slash M-E-D-P. 
Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Tick-borne diseases like Lyme disease, which will have more than 7,000 new cases per week this season, and biting bugs like mosquitoes that could be carrying West Nile virus or even Zika, are threats to everyone, but in particular, to golfers. Stay safe with serious protection from Ranger Ready Repellent. I use it because it works. It will not stain your clothes. It doesn't contain toxic deek, and it's available in multiple scents, even an option for no scent at all. Whether you like boating, golf, gardening, hunting, whatever you do outdoors, protect yourself with Ranger Ready Repellent. For more information, go to rangerready.com. The U.S. Open. Golf's most storied championship returns to the iconic Winged Foot Golf Club. Next June, see firsthand the remarkable moments, the energy, the excitement of the 120th U.S. Open Championship. Don't miss your chance to be here next year, June 15th through the 21st, 2020. Tickets on sale now at usopen.com forward slash 2020. Welcome back to the Fairways Life Show. Hope you guys are doing well on this Monday. So as they have done throughout the course of the year, PGA Tour Radio, which is available for free on the PGA Tour app. It's available for free on PGATour.com, and it's available throughout North America via satellite on Sirius XM. Earl Forsey and Dennis Paulson anchored the coverage of the President's Cup, and they provide us with this recap. Well, Matt, the year in golf wraps up with what was an exciting week at Royal Melbourne Golf Club in Australia, the President's Cup. Dennis Paulson, our analyst, was alongside the entire week. Wow, Dennis, it always comes down to Sunday singles in these matches, and we talked about it. No matter what the lead is, there's always some drama. Well, it was a you know, tight event going into the singles on Sunday, 10 points to 8 points for the international team. U.S. needed a big Sunday, and they got it. I mean, it was a complete change in momentum. Tiger Woods was out winning matches early. It, there was no juice from the Australian crowd, the international crowd. They didn't have a lot to cheer for. It was an epic comeback win for the U.S. in an eighth straight President's Cup. Yeah, it really was. But the big thing that you got to look at is Ernie Els came in here with a system, right? And we always talk about how do you get chemistry? How do you get these guys to play together? We've got nine countries represented here for 12 players, and it was uh, really a monumental feat that he actually had them played to a lead going into Sunday. On Sunday, it's all individuals. It's all about yourself. And on paper, you know, you look at it and there's a lot of matches out there that there was very few international players that were higher ranked in the world rankings than the U.S. players. And that really is what it comes down to on paper. Ernie figured out the formula to get the team portion of it done. What's it going to take for them to figure out the individual portion on Sunday singles because as it turns out it was one of the worst efforts in the history of the cup with only four points going to the international side well I want to get to that in a second first on Sunday I mean it's it's like watching election returns come in you see you know the like the states we see the red flags the yellow flags go up you could feel the momentum see it as we were covering it for the United States pretty early in the day I kept asking you throughout the broadcast what do you think you say well ask me in an hour ask me here Looking back at it now, where, where were the big key turning points, do you think, in the day? Well, there's no question. Tiger got off to that good start. He's got that red one up there. Hideki Matsuyama in the second match, he's got his flag out there. And when um, Tony Finau turned that one around, I think that ended up being huge. And the fact that I think, you know, honestly, 
Adam Scott was a huge match. If Adam Scott could get the crowd into it in the middle part of that day where it started going the other way, if he was in that match and there was some big roars reverberating throughout this golf course, it might have been a little different story. And Hideki Matsuyama putt at 17. You can't three-putt in that big situation there to uh, allow Tony Finau to get that half point. And for the United States, let's start there. Tiger Woods, look, he's the captain now. He winner for the first time as a captain. He was 3-0 and this week. He moves past Phil, most wins in President's Cup history. It was another banner week for the GOAT, wasn't it, in the end? Yeah, the GOAT is just a bigger GOAT now. I mean, he's just at another, you know, check another box for Tiger Woods is really what it is. And, uh, you know, honestly, he was the class of the week. He played some unbelievably good golf. There was not a single match that was gifted to him. He earned everything he got. I think he played the best, and he had the most on his plate. But he had a great set of assistant captains that really helped him out to allow him to play golf-free and not, you know, captain-free when he was on the golf course. He didn't have to think about any of that stuff, and that really helped. Because Tiger, when he's focused, forget about it. If Tiger Woods was the best player, and you can debate it on the team, he certainly was one of them. Who who were the others? One or two others, do you think, that stood out? Well, I don't know. There was a lot of good. I mean, you know, Justin Thomas was really, really good. And when they lost that big five-up lead, him and Ricky, you're going, whoa, what's going on? And then it got turned around on him today with an early lead also. Um, I really, Tony Finau was huge. I mean, Tony Finau, what he did ye- yesterday – birdie in the last two holes and coming from an early deficit, I thought he really shined. And we've talked about Tony Finau. He should have more wins on the PGA Tour. Is this going to be that little stepping stone that's going to get him over the top, knowing that he can do something special on that 70th or 71st or 72nd hole to win on the PGA Tour? And then finally, the international side. Look, they've lost eight in a row now. This was different, though. I mean, there have been times, there have been years where – they're just not in it from the start, and they kind of do something to give himself a chance on Sunday, but they end up losing this one. They they almost did everything right. It was I, I used dream scenario, perfect scenario a bunch of times for them, and they still don't win. How devastating is that? Well, I think it hurts, but, I mean, if they, they, they lost, but it would have been – if they won, it would have been giant killers. Think about it, what they would have accomplished – winning this with where they were in the when you can you can't use FedEx Cup points in something like this it's only world rankings especially this early in the season because there just hasn't been enough points accrued you can use last year's whatever you want to use but this was a really well represented international team it's just that the U.S. had a lot of firepower and when it's one-on-one it's a completely different story. It's a two-year process, Matt, and it's a long week for the captains, the players, everybody. But in the end, it ends up another win for the U.S., eighth consecutive win at the President's Cup. And now we go on hiatus. Enjoy the offseason. We'll talk to you in three weeks from Hawaii. Gentlemen, thank you very much, and thank you for everything that you have done throughout the course of the year. We, too, are very much looking forward to the start of golf back in 2020 again on the PGA Tour. So for Tiger Woods, well, the guy that has everything got something that he never had before. He spoke with Henny Zool. This was a last interview with Tiger Woods of, I'm sure, what was a long evening of doing interviews. So this one has a little bit more feel of being casual and just hanging out. It's powered by Golf TV. Of course, that is powered by the PGA Tour. It's a streaming service for international golf fans. You can follow at Golf TV on social media for more content with Tiger Woods and the PGA Tour. Here's Henny and Tiger. How are you feeling? I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. It's uh, been physically a very... Long week, emotionally, just with just the the comebacks in us and the guys playing and I'm playing. Yeah. And the fact that we were looking very ugly there, potentially one nine, and there's a fight back, the emotional investment, in all of this. Yeah. I think that's that's where it, it gets it worries on you. Like Cooch was saying, I mean, he played 36 holes yesterday, mm. and normally you play 36 holes, it's it's no big deal. Right. But it's just the emotion of it. It just drains you. It takes so much out of you. Um, and then have the fire right back up again and, and do it the next day and the next day and the next day. It, it wears on you. It was incredible scenes there at the end. How emotionally were you feeling? Being a part of teams for a very long time, mm. um, those are a bonds and moments that will last a lifetime. Um, I've got a chance to play for some an, some amazing captains and some amazing people that have now have either have moved on or I don't see them very often anymore. 
Um, I got a chance to play here 21 years ago with Freddie, you know, and <laughs> now he's, you know, my vice captain. I played under him three times. That's just to have this, just the, in the emotion and because it, it is it is raw emotion because you work mm -hmm. so hard for a, a common goal. We do this uh, individually, you know, 51 weeks of the year. It's no big deal. You know, it's, yeah, it's stressful and it's taxing, but um, it's all together different when for us as, as individual athletes to come together as a team, it is very different. And, uh, you know, you, well, you can hear the guys <laughs> singing and the music blaring already. And see, that's that's what I mean about it, it's different. You know, yeah. you just don't have that in the individual sport, but uh, the, the team is so different. And uh, I know what Ernie did uh, this week um, was, was very special for his squad and his team. He had a unique challenge with nine different regions that, that were represented. Mm -hmm. That has his own unique challenges with cultures and languages. And um, it was a very difficult um, situation for him, but he built an, um, an amazing team chemistry, and we had to go up against it. And yeah. and quite frankly, we were getting beat. And but as as individuals, I think that uh, we were we loved the lineup going out today. Mm -hmm. We love who were, we paired up against, and or either against or who, who he threw out against us. And we loved it from one through twelve. It was a special Sunday. It's been a special week, and you've had a pretty special year. How incredible is it for you to finish the year off in this way? <laughs> It, it is um, <laughs> to have, you know, won my uh, running green jacket to, yeah. you know, tie Sam and now to do this yeah. uh, with all my guys. Um, I, it, it's, it's speechless and to, I just can't wait to get in there and start having fun. <laughs> <laughs> you actually made history today. You have broken the record for most matches won in the President's Cup. How about that? How yeah. about that? I know you like a stat. I, I do. I like good. that stat. I like that stat. It's um, that's just it shows that I've had great partners, uh, yeah. and also I've been on a lot of different teams, and um, to have have I've had the opportunity to play in a lot of matches. You know, that's that's one unique change in the format. You know, Ryder Cup, you can basically sit till singles, and maybe only play one session that one particular year. Um, but there for a while in President's Cup, a player had to play every single day, you know, mm -hmm. four days. And um, so you were guaranteed to play four matches and possibly five. And so I was able to accumulate a lot of matches and had great partners and have um, won a lot of points. Yeah, you're kind of good at winning. Now, before I let you go and celebrate, he's not expecting this, but I want to bring Robin. Yes. Because I know so many people, Get you've in here, seen Robin. him on TV all the time. You've been such an integral part of this week. How are you feeling right now? <laughs> I'm going to let you give no. him the mic and do Look, the mic question. as I told somebody else, I'm assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> <laughs> I just help a little bit where I can, but, you know, these guys played. They kicked ass. You know, Tiger was, was amazing. Fun. All those guys were amazing. So it was a privilege. Yeah, you did a great job. There were points today when I was yep. standing with you and you were so anxious you could barely talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, we no, we were great. all anxious because it, it came down to the end. And yeah. um, we knew that going in. Uh, the, if the guys were able to go out there early and, and get points, we knew they were gonna they were gonna fight back. But it was gonna come down to probably the last three four matches either way, uh, and it did. And I was telling Cups, I mean, how do you do this? And he did it three times, and it's, he's pacing back and forth. He's stressed out. He's on his phone. He's texting. He's voice texting, voice messaging. Um, he's like bouncing back and forth. And you hear him in the earpiece, and also see him texting at the same time. Uh, he's doing a bunch of different things, and. Uh, to celebrate with with Robbie because he's been a part of this for yeah. you know a very long time and uh, loving it dearly. Yeah. And speaking of Freddie, you were saying he had the most prize for the most poetic descriptions oh. in the earpiece. Yeah, he he made my you know <laughs> ear just ring all week long. He was amazing. He should be an announcer. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be very good at it, no doubt. I'm yeah. going to let you guys go off and you celebrate, but before I do, one word to the fans, because this is the last time that we're going to be able to hear from you this calendar year. Uh, it's been an amazing year, and uh, to have won a major championship, to tie Sam, and to have won a cup with all these guys, uh, couldn't ask for a better year. And I'm retired for the year. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. Mic drop. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> That courtesy of Golf TV after an incredible 2019 for Tiger Woods. When we come back from this break on the Fairways of Life show, you're going to hear from Ernie Els and the International President's Cup team. How are they measuring what just took place? How far or how close? 
Hey, my new book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. Moments like this. The 1973 U.S. Open. Here's Johnny Miller. He got a letter also on Saturday morning and said, you're going to win the U.S. Open from some guy in Iowa. I never got a letter. that. That's all it was. He didn't sign it. Nothing. It was just from Iowa. You're going to win the U.S. Open. So it was sort of an interesting experiences that led up to that uh, winning that Open. Uh, and, and the round itself was sort of out of nowhere because it just was a, it was a perfect round of golf. I mean, it literally was a perfect round of golf. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Doak, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. FootJoy, the number one outer brand in golf, ensures that you can make everyday playable with rain jackets for all weather conditions. New to the FJ Performance Outwear lineup this year is the all-new DryJoy Select LS, the lightest, most waterproof garment FJ has ever produced, setting a new standard in rainwear. Amazingly, it's actually lighter than a golf shirt, but still fully waterproof. You can shop now at FootJoy.com M-E-D-P. BenHoganGolf.com is where you can go to see the beautiful product that's being produced right now, bearing the name of the legend. You know, when he founded the original company in 1953, Ben Hogan said he did it, quote, to design and manufacture the best golf clubs in the world, end quote, and that is exactly what their mantra is today, only it's going directly to you, not through retail stores, so they're saving that 40%, 50% retail markup. You can get the best, and you can get it directly from their master craftsmen. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com now. If you're a golfer or enjoy activities outside, you are at risk. The risk of Lyme disease and other illnesses are a national threat. Add in insect-borne illnesses like West Nile and Zika. Ranger Ready is insect repellent that's serious protection with premium wearable scents and clean, non-greasy formula. Ranger Ready is the best insect repellent available, period. Safe, 12-hour protection, nothing comes close. Log on to rangerready.com for more information. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Always a pleasure to have your company, folks, and looking forward to you joining us over the coming days leading up to the holiday period when we have special programming built for you when we revisit some of our favorites from the course of the past. And, Dom, when do we go back on the air for our first live show again when we come back? We are going to be coming back on Monday, December 30th. We'll be uh, doing shows the week of the new year uh, just prior to the start of 2020 because the Century Tournament of Champions kicks right off in no time. In Hawaii, in paradise. Well, for the international team, surely it's not a feeling of paradise, but I suspect being as close as they are and doing as well as they did is cause enough, even in the wake of a loss, to be pleased with the effort that was made. Here is Ernie Els and the complete international team of the President's Cup. Folks, enjoy this sound. We look forward to being back with you again live in the 30th. Yeah, I mean, to uh, to talk about the whole week, uh might take a while, you know. It's been a good week. It's been uh, it's been an incredible week, really, with these guys. Uh, guys I've met, uh, newcomers, and guys I've known for a long time, and the captains, the wives, the caddies, you know, the volunteers, the PGA guys, uh, the staff. I mean, it's just been a humongous group of great people that I had the pleasure to work with. You know, and especially the players. You know, the players were just incredible. They were open for 
for a new, uh, a new formula, so to speak, and um, embraced what I said to them. And, uh, you know, here we are. You know, we lost 16 to 14, and, you know, we got to swallow that. Um, but great strides have, was made, um, especially in our team play. You know, I really felt that our team play was was really the the core of, of, of our team, you know, and, and that never was. You know, we never, you know, felt like we could play foursomes or four ball together as a team. So we we did that well. Before the week started, we had a plan to get to 10 points by Saturday evening. So that's why we were so excited yesterday, losing 3-1 because we knew we got to 10 points. And um, I could have made different choices in the singles today. Um, I can take it uh, on my shoulders. Um, it is what it is. You know, the questions will come from you guys and from the public that, you know, I made mistakes in the, in the selection of uh, where I put my players, but I've, I've followed a plan uh, you know, 100%, and uh, it didn't quite work out, but we came damn close. Um, I think the U.S. team, and I think you guys, and I think the people around the world will look at these guys in a, in a different way. I think you guys have seen what can happen. You know, if you compare our team on paper with other uh, teams, you know, in other sport, you would have laughed us out of the building. But we gave it a hell of a go and we came mightily close to winning and upsetting one of the greatest golf teams of all time. If you look at their record and where these guys are at the moment, they're going places, I can tell you that. We do have major champion winners up here, we do have number ones, former number ones, but we also have had guys playing for the first time and I can only see their future going in a, in a very, in a great manner. So saying that, it, it was wonderful serving with them and um, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's, we've got to fly a long ways to get home. Uh, it's going to be tough to swallow. but. We do have a great sense of humor in our, in our team. Right. It won't be long before you see the music uh, or hear the music playing in our team room. Right. Nobody died out there and it was a sport and we uh, gave it our all, so, so be it. Thank you, Captain. We'll take some questions. If you have one, just raise your hand and we'll get you a microphone and we'll start right in the middle here. Um, Adam Scott, this question is for you. Um, unfortunately, this is a sort of familiar scenario, being on the losing side. I mean, how do you sort of reflect on the week and, and guess how things went down today? There were a lot of positives. Ernie kind of told you all the positives and I agree 100% with what, he, what he's done the last couple of years with this team and what we did this week has been fantastic. I, it's hard to digest at the moment, it's incredibly disappointing, but generally the positivity and being optimistic, I like what's happening and I like where this team is going. And uh, I'll be working really hard now to be on the team in two more years, if I can keep my game at a good enough level. Take Bob and then go to Karen. Uh, this is for Ernie. Um, Ernie, you've had to take this question a bunch over the years, but uh, you know, Tiger was the only guy who didn't lose a point, didn't lose this week. Wondering first, could you have ever, could you have seen that coming at this point, and could you just assess what you saw in his game uh, uh, this week? You're going to ask him that. I'm not going to answer that. Down the front here, in the back. While you're there with the microphone in the back, yeah. Uh, Cameron, just wondering how much confidence you can take out of this. Uh, a huge win for you personally today. Um, 
Uh, also taking you to the PGA Championships and your title defence up there. Um, yeah, it was a uh, it was obviously a good win for myself today. Um, so much emotion in the match, uh, emotion after the match as well. Um, I don't think I've ever been so excited and then um, kind of really gutted in the space of a few minutes. So. Um, yeah, for myself, lots of confidence to take from, from the week. I felt as though I played good, but, um, you know, we're here for, for one goal and um, it kind of stings not to get it. Right here, sir. Uh, a question for Ernie. Um, a few times during the week you said on Sunday night, all will be revealed, and uh, here we are. But I'm especially curious about the um, Thursday through Saturday, the rhyme and reason that went into the pairings that seemed to work so well. Um, any insight you could give on those, I think, would be interesting. <laughs> um, I would have revealed it if we won. <laughs> uh, it, it'll take a while, you know, but one day I will do that. The next captain can do that. I'm sorry, I lied. In that case, can I have a follow-up? Uh, Looking, looking back at Friday and uh, Saturday morning, you won both sessions, but it did seem like there was a point at which it might go from a lead to a crushing blowout. Is there a lesson to be learned there that when you have someone pinned, you've got to kind of crush them? Absolutely. I mean, we talked about that, and that was probably the difference. You know, we had so much momentum, we had so much going for us, and, you know, at the end there, they just won those... Uh, does that 18th hole twice and halved it, you know, that's almost two and a half points. And where we are, we are two and a half points. Well, one and a half points, but I mean, that, absolutely, that was, uh, uh, there was something. Um, I wouldn't say we totally lost momentum, but it was, uh, to me, I felt there was a bit of a blow. The team didn't react in that way, which I was really proud of. But me as captain, and I didn't reveal it to them, but I felt we had them right in the headlock, and uh, we didn't quite we didn't quite finish it off on that particular time. You know, there's not many times when you get a team like that under the under the gun like that. You know, under under the pump like that. So we were. It was great, but it could have been unbelievable. It could have been a knockout blow. Maria, then Adam. Joaquín, ¿qué te llevas en tus propias palabras eh, de esta experiencia de ser el primer chileno en la President's Cup y qué aprendizaje también te llevas de esto? ¿En español? O? Sí, porfa. <risa> eh, nada, ha sido una semana increíble eh, poder compartir con todo ello. Eh, fue un sueño que tenía desde chico poder jugar este torneo y por cómo íbamos durante hasta el sábado, hasta hoy en la mañana, me hubiera encantado haber ganado esta semana, pero... Pero nada, se, fue una semana increíble en general. Eh, voy a aprender mucho esto. Sé que me va a ayudar a ser un mejor golfista. Y, y nada, eh, feliz de estar en este equipo y gracias a todos. Adam. Abraham. I believe you had said in, at Mayakoba that you wanted to face Tiger Woods on Sunday. Uh, I'm wondering, did you, did you ask Ernie to to try to pair you against him, and, and what did you learn from uh, about who Tiger Woods is as a competitor today? Yeah, well, I mean, when they asked me that in Mayakoba, first of all, the, that question was in Spanish, so the tone when I said it, it was never, uh, like, cocky or challenging or anything like that. I, I, at the moment, I thought it would be a great experience, which it was. I thought um, no matter what, with, with the outcome of the match, I would have gained a lot. I would, I would have become a better player just from being in that situation. And uh, But no, I mean, Ernie and me they really didn't really talk about that. It just, that's how it happened. We didn't really plan it at all. We didn't, we didn't plan it like that. We, as you remember, we had first pick, and he was playing so well. We put Abraham's name out, and Tiger actually picked Abraham. We just have time for two more, Doug, Sorry. and then... Um, and then Adam, I think you're probably best suited for this with your experience, but I'm, I'm curious if this feeling of being this close to, to turning it around, how it compares to how you felt when you left Korea four years ago. 
Um, I guess quite similar because uh, we were close. However, um, I'm, like I said before, I'm very optimistic about things going forward here. So I don't, I don't feel. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm disappointed. That's all I can say. But I but I like what's happening in the future, like I said. I can't wait for another crack at it. Alex. Ernie. You, you fought to make adjustments to how this whole process worked, um, and you've said that you have a plan that it seems like you're comfortable with. Would you see yourself trying, if you were the next captain, would you see yourself trying to make any other adjustments going forward? Yeah, 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 I think so. Um, I'd like to have a little bit more, um, um, what's the word? I mean, we need to, I know it's a PGA Tour sanctioned event, okay? But to, to really be able to do what you need to do, you need to be almost a, a separate, um, you need to be away from the PGA Tour. I mean, I love these guys. They work for the Tour and all that. Uh, but as a... To make our own... Make our own rules, to get our own choices, to do, to do our own thing. I mean, that's hard to explain, but we need to be separate. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's a, that's a long... Long process. I don't think it'll happen very soon. But you know, uh, the Ryder Cup works because of the Europeans do their own thing, and the U.S. do their own thing. You know, and it's two two groups that clash. We're trying to do it under one umbrella, so under the tour's uh, office, under their roof. You know, and it you know, there's a lot of things that clash.